Get set! Killian. I'll be back. Only in a rerun. Good or hello, actually. I don't know if it's good morning or good morning or good afternoon. Blah, 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 blah. I'll start that over. Wow. That's the cure <laughs> we know and love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another Sweet Sweet Podcast. I am Kieran, the host of Citizen Frame, and uh, today I'm joined with the usual band of misfits. Chris, what's up? Hello. How are you? Yeah. And this is your first time back. Yes. Yeah, it is. That's right. I, I had a bit. I had a bit of time off. It's a well, for good behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and Trevor's here. Good to be here, <laughs> as always. Uh, uh, today we're talking. Oh, well, you know what? We just got done talking about a bunch of killing and killing and a mass killer killing and more killing. So we decided to take a little break to get to more killing. <laughs> yep. But what better way to talk killing than with our boy? We always have a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold. Arnold. Uh, uh, little Arnie. Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're going to talk the 1987. Quite frankly, he's. Probably the movie, movie, well, no, Commando probably did it. But it's kind of the movie that solidified him as a box office star. And well, he's uh, also got a higher kill rate man. than Mike Myers, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, well, have you seen Halloween Kills? <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're talking Running Man. Based on a Richard Bachman novel, uh, which is just a pseudonym. We obviously know him as Stephen King. Um, it's based on a novella, so a short story. Uh, that he read. was that Trevor that wasn't a that, was that in a book of short stories it or was, it, it was a, what, what, I, think, I believe it was released as as a short novel but when I was a kid I bought um it was a collection of four of the short novels that he wrote under the name Richard Bachman um it was called the Bachman books and it um it obviously okay. contains the Running Man but it also contains the controversial One Rage which is about a high school shooter. Which um, Keane withdrew, um, and is so so. It's actually quite hot property. So actually, um, yeah, it's, it's quite a sort of collector's item, which I have, um, and, and it's a brilliant, brilliant book. But yeah, the Running Man's in there as well, so, along with those four so, sort of short novels. So any burglars yeah. listening to us, there you go. There's uh, <laughs> some some hot property in Trevor's house. <laughs> and if you're going to yeah, Kieran's so- house, there to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rebecca's Rebecca, down there. Quiet. Um, yeah. So when you get Stephen King, um, and Stephen King was a hot property at this at this point, it, it's probably everything was coming out horror was Stephen King. So it was a little change of pace to get a little sci-fi mm-hmm. yeah. uh, from him. And, and what better person to direct a sci-fi film and <laughs> St- Detective Starsky. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to level with you guys. I, I absolutely loved this film as a kid, but um, and obviously I'd seen the director's name and stuff when I watched it as a kid, but I did not put two and two together um, yeah. who it actually was until I rewatched it again for this podcast. Yeah, Paul Michael Glazer. He ended up directing a couple of pretty decent little films, um, but this was his big one and his first time out. 
It directed, uh, I think, about a, about a TV before that, but yeah. He did some Starsky and Hutch, you know, like all the actors do and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, but again, we're yeah. ta- and we got the screenwriter of Die Hard, who we've talked about this guy quite a few times, mm-hmm. Steven D'Souza. Um, again, he's, he's the kind of guy who can bring, bring on a little bit of serious tone, but he brings a lot of comic relief yeah. to it. Um, Which is an uh, abundance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's to... To find the word comic first, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love love saying the name. We got the composer, the the, the synthesized madman himself from the eighties who gave us Beverly's Cop, Top Gun. Harold Faltermeyer is on this one, so it's nice to see him on the soundtrack. It's as a great well. score. We'll hear him on the soundtrack. Yeah, very cool score. Um, so let's just get to it. It pretty much 2017. Four years ago. <laughs> exactly. Actually, this is not that far. You know, this is not that far, far from reality. Uh, the economy has collapsed. Food and oil are in short supply. TV controls everything. Again, pretty much relevant to today's standards. Yeah, it's pandemic. Black Myrrh before Black Myrrh. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the, the most popular show on TV. No, it's not Married at First Sight. <laughs> It's Running Man. Big Brother. I, <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of relevant by when you're talking about Running Man. When you think about it, all this reality TV yeah. that we get now, yeah. it's amazing how how ahead of a time P- totally Stephen prophetic. King was. You know, Stephen King, we all know from horror, like I mentioned a second ago. So it's nice. He's got this. Uh, I always, when I think of, you know, not too far in the distant future, you know what I mean? Yeah. That over the top sci-fi. I always think of Philip K. Dick. Um, you know, Blade Runner, mm-hmm. Minority Report, mm-hmm. and Stephen King has got a little bit of that in, in this in this in this uh, in this film, um, in this story. That is, his ideas and, are very good. It's just, it's just, it's where he, the stuff he thinks up is always kind of new, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or at least yeah. his, his uh, own unique spin on these yeah. tropes type thing. I, I do like, and it's the greatest casting I think in a Schwarzenegger film. And that's having Richard Dawson as Brilliant. the game show host. Yeah. See, Richard Dawson, I don't know if you guys know him over here, but in the States, he was known from two things. He did Hogan's Heroes when he was younger. And then he went to uh, be the game show host for years. You guys know it. It's uh, Family Feud. Yeah. 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 He was known for it for years. Always was kind of creepy with the girls and stuff, but he was he was likable. Everybody liked <laughs> Richard Dawson. He'd smoke and drink. I mean, the guy was just playboy, just... Just, but just likable. He was just a, you know, yeah. He was just likable creep. That mentality from the seventies. <laughs> that's what it, way it was, and so it was perfect casting to have him in this. Um, he, he's brilliant in the role. Yes, yeah, it was class. Um, real slimy. Oh, swar- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Probably not too far from the real character. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we okay, guys. So we got Schwarzenegger and. You got all these people, and he's like, "You got to take down the people, but uh, but they're not armed. <laughs> <laughs> they're just ordinary people." <laughs> uh, wow, who was that? That was, the, that was what was that? Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> my acting skills, <laughs> skills coming through there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he won't shoot on these people, and he gets arrested for causing a ruckus because he refuses to uh, to, to kill uh, unarmed protesters <laughs> and obviously they kill them all <laughs> and he's blamed for it it's called the bakersfield massacre now let's just jump right into it we're not really gonna get in the script 
I think it's brilliant. I, no, the, I mean, I, I know the the script the script is full of like cheesy corny one liners, but it's a brilliant story and concept. But you know what's funny? You say that, Trevor. I'm going to piggyback on that comment because you know what this film reminds me of? RoboCop. Yeah. That's not 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 too distant future. Yeah. Very, it's a satire. Society has broken down. There's social commentary there on yep. the real world, you know, contemporary mm-hmm. times. It, it, it's using, very clever. Yeah, using humor. Yep. Uh, to see why showing violence. We, yeah. Um, we, it does have a very uh, Robocop kind of feel to it. Yeah. But you know, let's, let, let's talk about the heroes of the film, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> we even we got, got Ben. I'll be back we, from Arnie, which is. <laughs> Obviously, what, going to add what, what a, a, a yes, good point. Yes, yes, but but it is the best line ever. Yeah, somebody to come back from Schwarzenegger saying that. Yeah, only in a rerun. <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. Okay, so we Ben is our main guy. It's Arnie. We got William played by the the, the uh, nice to see Yafakoto. Yeah. and Harold played by some no name guy. And then we got. The wonderful acting <laughs> of Amber, played by Maria Conchita Alonso. Oh, you know what? Wow. I, I don't care about her acting. I, she's fucking gorgeous, especially in that jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Of, let's. I do like that. Don't forget. Don't forget as well. Mick Fleetwood or Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and Dweezil Zappa. Um, as Mick. No, yeah. but let's. Do you know? Do you know? There's actually a um, there's actually a sort of fan theory that he is actually playing a future version of himself. Now, I know he's in the old age makeup and stuff, but the character is also called Mick. Yeah. And um, there's a line um, at the um, whenever he's sort of first introduced where he says, "Yeah, they took away all my records, or so they banned all my records, or something like that." So there is that sort of fan theory that he's actually playing. That's kind of cool. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, let's talk about the prison escape. So he's working in escape, and he got the, he got these uh, uh these uh, what do they call it? these uh, neck braces, or whatever yeah. on them. So if they try to escape, they go past a certain point, their heads explode. Yeah, <laughs> and you have one guy we show it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, they're shooting at him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, Get down. <laughs> Get out of the prison. And you know you know what's going to happen, but it, but it, it still is a fucking awesome scene. Uh, again, kind of reflecting RoboCop a little bit. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, they escape, and he ends up going to his brother's house, and he ends up meeting Amber, and Amber betrays him. And, and what a horrible dialogue! Yeah, like yeah, when he's taking her to the airport. Like they would have caught him by now. He's fucking giant. He How the hell like a short I know. So he's 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 walking through the airport and he's got this Hawaiian shirt on. He goes, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Fine, I'm going to throw up." And he goes, uh, "You won't notice it on my shirt." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they the look like the most awkward thing. couple ever. And he, oh, and not, god, not, yeah. I mean, if, if you were going to do that, there you you wouldn't wear a fucking really loud Hawaiian shirt for a start. Yeah, you he know? needed his disguise from um, Total Hannibal Recall. and the A Team. He needed his disguise from Total Recall. Yes. The, the one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or even a fucking beard. Yeah. <laughs> no, one of those. You know the you know the glasses with the fake nose and the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been better. It would have been. Anything would be better than this. You know. Uh. Yeah. So he gets caught. She kind of she kind of gives him away. So um. And then we we meet Killian. He's played by Richard Dawson there, and he's such a douchebag. It's it's a 
It's a fun little scene. It's a brilliant film. And we, it's nice that we that you see we see our boy Sven Oli Thornson. Yeah. Was it Thornson? Yeah. Who's in all of Schwarzenegger's films? Yeah. We talked about him last, I believe, in Conan. Conan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing uh, Gladiator. So it's nice yeah. to see him. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's done. He's done quite a bit of stuff uh, with and without Arnold. So it's nice to see him. But let's talk about dun, 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 the villains. They are the the heroes. I'm not sure. We got Buzzsaw, <laughs> Dynamo, Fireball, Sub Zero, and isn't Sub Zero a Mortal Kombat yeah. character? Yeah, I know. I don't know. And then Ventura plays Captain Freedom. Fireball, Fireball, Fireball. and Fireball. I know, guys. Let me. I'm still going down the list. <laughs> now I started laughing when I read these names out because don't they remind you of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle villains? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I've I've got a question for you. You're one of these heroes in uh, the game show. What's your nickname and what is your thing? Right. Um, I, I think would to, I would have to think about that. Trevor would be I, bookman, and he would throw <laughs> books at you, and you come in. <laughs> I would talk you. I would talk them to death. Oh God, yeah, that would be it right there. Yeah, I'd bring my two kids. Just... Arnie would have been dead. Arnie would have been dead in about two minutes. <laughs> um, oh, you know the scene when he first meets Amber when he breaks in. Yes. And she comes home and she starts working out in her lingerie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, but I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, this, it's, it's fun. I think this film's fun. Oh God, yeah, guys, listen, it is hugely it's like, it's like, it's like Commando. I'm gonna rip it to shreds, but fuck, it's one of my favorites. It's yeah, it's, it's just, it's the game show itself is just so well thought out and so, it's you know every. You've kind of got all these different rooms with the different, or both well, different rooms, different areas with the different hero or bad guy with their yeah. own unique wee thing, which is always yeah. kind of a fun take on it. You know, you've got, there's, um, wasn't it the ice hockey? Yeah. Yeah, Sub Zero. Yeah. So, it's so random, <laughs> but so fun. Yeah. It's so, and he's and he's not even built like a hockey player. Yeah. He's a big, huge yeah. sumo he's guy. He's like a Samoan, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's like so, a sumo yeah, wrestler take, or something. Yeah. Uh, he takes him out with the barbed wire. Yes. Um, and at the end, him and Yav, him, him and the guys high five each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. And everyone's like betting. Yeah. And they're like, who do you want to pick? I don't know. I really like Sub Zero. <laughs> I, I love the Bookie's coat. Yeah, that, that's some. That's a real snazzy jacket he's wearing. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I love how that's. That's what that's I took the out of the film. Random comment ever. <laughs> no, seriously. Rewatch it and check out his jacket. It, it's there. I mean, they were obviously it was obviously made in the eighties, and they were saying, "Yeah, let's give this guy a futuristic looking jacket." You know yeah. that he would wear in sort of this slum in the future, and it yeah, it's really sort. It's almost as loud as Arnie's Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah, funny. I, I, funny. I think one of the the um, reviews actually says, "See this for." the bookies jacket alone i think yeah, that yep. was the, that's definitely up there a lot of people took that away with them <laughs> definitely it's uh, uh but i mean i, I it's thoroughly entertaining throughout uh, it's almost yeah. every respect but it is clever as well you know oh yeah i mean it is i mean mortal Kombat, i think really based around this because you have all these different yeah. characters and they it's, both have their own little yeah. trait yeah. yeah um so this has got a lot of influence which you know it goes um it, it, 
it goes over the top with them, which is a yes. good thing, which I think is a good thing. Um, but it is OTT. They know they're going over the top. Yeah. Um, oh God, yeah. Tom and Chick, yeah, yeah. Which is which is good, but yes, the the under the the kind of the under layer of what's actually transparent is clever. It's something that and very serious. Yeah, and relevant. It, yeah, it it's good. You could have probably done this a very serious dark film, but I don't think it would have been as entertaining. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think you have. I think I a agree. lot of like like Hunger Games and oh, yeah. with Battle Royale, and we talked Squid Game. Um, I do think there's other copycats out there, but this is, you know, I mean, I don't know. You're right. I mean, it was the mid '80s. Everything was more uh, satirical. It was '80s excess. Yeah, they always had a the exploitation, but they always had that. There's always a meaning behind the the madness. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think it's actually the one liners in this is the one liners in this is probably his best. Like when he kills Sub Zero, he goes, "He was Sub Zero." Now, plane zero. <laughs> it's what? Yeah. And then Richard Dawson, Killian. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Everyone's upset. So Zero's dead. And he just goes, oh, words can't express how we're all feeling today. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, I absolutely love the audience as well. Ben for blood. Oh, yeah. yeah. The and, old and the old woman. He's a real bad motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and then Amber... I guess works for for Killian. There's a coincidence. Yeah. And she starts accessing the files and she gets obviously busted and she gets thrown into the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, How oh, fun so though. Is it like, I'm surprised that people actually make it down that boss lay track into yeah, the game. How the hell does somebody's neck not break <laughs> when that little net stops the fucking thing from, I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you could tell there's been shows there where they've like we've three contestants tonight and ten minutes in they're like, Well, none of the contestants made it out of the shoot, so we're uh well, we'll you see, reruns. You see Vice, um you know, the like sort of nerd guy for the resistance, he's like sort of vomiting or something. I think he's the only one that it actually affects the most, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In, well, in realistic the, terms. He's, yeah, he's the brainiac, so he wouldn't be as physical. Yeah. Um I like Buzzsaw's death. Yeah. They don't show you much, but it's so funny where he, this is where, sadly, we lose that for Koto. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets the chainsaw gutted a little bit, but where uh, Schwarzenegger takes the chainsaw and they're fighting with the chainsaw and he goes up between his legs and he shoves it up his, his uh, nuts. Yeah. And he starts singing in soprano, <laughs> screaming in like the high pitch sound. Oh, God, that is a good scene. Medically accurate, and then, uh, sure. And they're like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened to Buzzsaw? He had a split. <laughs> it's just best. It, it, it's just a, a, a barrage of um, cheesy one-liners. But you yeah. know what? It, it was it, It's a fucking 80s Arnie film. They all work. Yeah, all work. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I, it does. Yeah. And you know what's funny? The only person who can get away with doing this is Arnie. Is Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Nobody could say these lines. Yeah. Even in the eighties. Yeah. Stallone would probably come close. Yeah. But it's, nobody, uh, nobody. Yeah, you wouldn't understand what he's saying. It's a dead hand delivery. Yeah, this split. Sub Zero is no pleasure. You know. 
<laughs> yeah, and then he, uh, he goes, Fireball gets the call. And Jim Brown's like, oh, they're, oh, they're all in the waiting room. They're getting their name called. All in, in full kit. <laughs> and then he backpacks. He jetpacks yeah. into the... Into... Oh, my God. In the green room. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then uh, Killian goes up to the old lady. Who do you pick? Ben Richards. Yeah. Now they're like, whoa, whoa! You can't pick him. He's 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 the running man, and that's where you said Trevor. Yeah, he's one bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, and then Fireball gets it. Um, he gets me. You know, it, it, the deaths are just so over the top. But jeez, and then he has that but that great line after he blows him up. What a hothead! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but as well, like I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's actually has become you know real life. It's it's a prophetic film in a way because you have the likes of I mean, it it, it basically prophesies deep fake, and also um, I think it's more relevant you know in today's television world um, than it was back then. Yeah, no, it, it is. I mean, uh, we mentioned that a few times. Um, like I said, we're poking fun of it, and some we're not really we're actually we're laughing with it. Not at yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. There's a difference, yeah. um, and that's what '80s Schwarzenegger was. But this is probably his first film where it did have uh, a little bit of a message behind it. I, uh, where there's other films like Commando and Terminator <laughs> and yeah. uh, Conan just were just you know good you know bloodthirsty fun <laughs> one where this one has more of you know a little more I, I don't know smarter yeah writing yeah involved especially when you got Stephen King behind the uh behind the uh the, t- the, the keyboard one thing or type I, keyboard typewriter yeah. I think they missed the trick and not putting Dynamo's car in the production yeah his car with all his light bulbs on it <laughs> Jesus yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I think he's probably in the like circus somewhere or something. And the guy who that played thing. him um, also played Grossberger in um, Stir Crazy, and he yeah. was he died he Class. died shortly after that film, as, as we were discussing before we did the podcast. Chris, you yeah, were short, shortly after uh, the Running Man came out, he he, he passed away. Um, I think it was heart issues a couple of months after. Yeah, thirty. He's a big guy. Thirty-seven. Yeah, I, that's too bad because I remember him as the, the lovable big giant in Stir Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is him doing the guy. singing. Yeah. Sorry, he starts off as a scary guy and start crazy. Everybody's scared of him, and yeah. then turns and he's just like a big, friendly giant. Big, yeah, a big cuddly teddy bear. Yeah, because no one will talk to him. Yeah. Bruce Berger. Because uh, I haven't seen Stir Crazy in fucking years. See him. Yeah, uh, that's a good little film. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so we find out where so the nerd gets the code so he can so they can break in. To the satellite feed, and so they can they can take over the broadcast and let people know that everything you see is a fake. Like Richards did not kill all these people yeah. in the Bakersfield massacre and so forth. But there's a scene I liked, and you mentioned about the deep fake. They panic where they don't want the crowd to lose the crowd and the ratings and so forth. So they decide that they're going to fake their deaths. Amber's and Ben's. So what they do is they do what you said, deep fake, and which are probably the bloodiest deaths in the film. Yeah. Um, where sh- so the audience thinks that who kills him? Captain Freedom, Jesse Ventura. Mm-hmm. Captain yeah. Freedom, Captain. Jesse Ventura. That's right. Captain Freedom. <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> um, th- he looks like he's he's killed him. 
Uh, so everyone thinks the game is over, but then once they break the satellite feed, they can find out that the whole thing was rigged yeah. and that Ben and Amber are still alive. And, the, and then we we also see that they had no choice because the winners of the yeah. pass running man were, were they found their bodies dead. just sitting there skeletons in their jumpsuit. Just, you'd think they would have cleaned yeah, that up. in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you have buried them or get rid of them by now, yeah. the bodies? Still in the jumpsuits. It was just like, ah, oh, fuck them, <laughs> yeah. They were like incinerated, but their jumpsuits were fine. <laughs> uh, and, and don't you love how when they do the satellite feed, they have all the footage? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, what about the past winners? <laughs> like, when do they set this all up? Yeah. These guys should have fucking created Facebook. Well, 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 the, I mean, well these guys they're are very f- fast editors for the start. <laughs> no shit. Never mind that. Hackers, you know? Uh, <laughs> when Dynamo starts to try to rape Amber, I'm trying not to laugh when I say that. Yeah. And then the sprinkler system goes off. (laughs) 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 Fucking crazy. Like, (laughs) he gets electrocuted. That's my favorite death. (laughs) It's so stupid. I did, however, I did want Captain Freedom to go into the maze, like, proper. You know, and not the deep fake thing. I think that would have been cool to actually have a real life art. I know that we do have one in a way. But I think that would have been really cool to actually have Captain Freedom actually being forced out of retirement and forced into the ring, for want of a better word, for, for real. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised we never got a fight with them on stage or something, or live on TV, after everything's been exposed. Yeah. Instead of a basic gunfight. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm surprised we didn't get that. But I will say this. When he walks in, Captain Freedom goes, I want to take these motherfuckers out. I want to kick their ass. And did you see his outfit? It's so fake. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't even look metal. It looked like something you you give your kid for a Halloween costume. <laughs> Toilet roll and tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, you know what I bust out laughing as, at as well? It's just so gratuitous and um, it just sets them up as you just like these total bastard villains, you know, um, um, you know, um, Killian. When, whenever they do the deep fake thing, they, they then reveal that uh, obviously it was a stuntman in place of Captain Freedom. And says, so yeah, but he, um, he fucking died in the ring. And, and they're just like, ah, fuck him. You know, that was his job type thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was his job. What's that? And then he, what? when, uh, Killi- when Killian yells at Ollie, Ollie and he goes, uh, what, what you, the fucking steroids uh, make you dead? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then that comes back to bite him when Arnold gets to him. Yeah. And Ollie comes out and uh, right. Killian goes, oh, yeah, you're in trouble now. And Ollie looks at uh, Ben or Arnie and, and says, uh, "I got I got to go find my steroids." Yeah. yeah, and he leaves Killian to get his comeuppance. Yeah, what the, what is it uh, when he when he straps Killian into the the shoot thing? What is it that he says yeah. to him? Like his line is that's his another one liner. Yeah. Oh my God. What's he? Like? I know there's a, there's a there's a brilliant um, actually monologue at, in that I scene forgot. by Killian where he talks about how people are brainwashed by television since like the fifties and stuff. So again, it goes back to the seriousness of it throughout yeah. all the madness, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. that's tr- yeah. and that's very satirical and <laughs> the madness true. is so good though. Oh, oh it's completely entertaining. So it is. Oh. You know? oh my god, I love Arnie so much. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. So I mean, good. E- even um, the sort of um, sidetrack a little bit. Um, even I, I'm even a big fan, and I was as a kid of Arnie's first film, Hercules in New York. You know, and it is. Over the top madness and, and silliness, but it's, it's not even not even his voice. Yeah, exactly. He's dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a movie. Um, it's not his first film, by the way. Right. Yeah. I was watching a film in night. It was made in 1972, 
and I put it on. It was on Amazon Prime, and it's called. This was Elliot Gould. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck! It's about a private detective who gets set up. Uh, goodbye, the long goodbye. Yes. And Schwarzenegger's in it, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's topless the whole time. <laughs> uh-huh. He plays a henchman, and he doesn't speak because he can't, and he just sits on the couch. It's weird, Talk but he's in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and boy, was he a big fucker back then. Oh, yeah. This was yeah. 72, 1972. This would have been around as sort of Mr. Universe days. Yeah. Yeah. And and then he did the Bananas thing, Hercules thing in New York. But then, you know what his next film was? A movie he co-starred Harrison Ford. Right? Yeah, with and Kirk Douglas. Right. And he was one of the mains in that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. It was uh, the Frisco Kid. Am I, am I thinking it's the Frisco Kid? Guys, I could be wrong. You should look it up. Yeah. I don't have IMBD in front of me. But it's, uh, yes, no, it's Gene Wilder and Kirk Douglas. Right? I can't remember. Just check it out. It's called the Frisco Kid. And he plays the love interest of, of the girl that these two guys are in love with or something like that. Um, but check it out. It's, it's actually Schwarzenegger's first motion you know big budget kind of a supporting role kind of film uh you should check that out a lot of people forgot about that one he doesn't even uh, he doesn't even get he plays the man in black he plays the man in black or something uh-huh is you can you, do you is it up is there it, yeah, it's yeah, called I've the villain a, i've got it up here the villain that's what it is uh, and he played um a character i'm just looking it up now on mdb um, and he played a character called handsome stranger <laughs> that's the one is it with Kirk Douglas? Uh, I will just double check that if you give he's me a not, second. He, he's not in the Frisco Kid. Yeah, Kirk that's Douglas. Okay, I got him. He's what? It is Kirk Douglas? Kirk Douglas, yeah. yeah. I was right. That's the one I meant then. Okay, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, not Frisco Kid. It's um, So there you go. If you like Arnie that much, a lot of people don't know he was in that one. And it's a pretty you know, good size role for him, I suppose, back then. Yeah. Before he you know, learned how to speak English. Still trying. I love him. <laughs> and apparently, there's a new Conan film coming soon as well. The Legend of well, Conan. Well, he, he's—I don't think that's going to be happening. Yeah. I mean, he's been toying with that for a while. Yeah, it's um, been on and off for years. Yeah, sadly, he's put out some good stuff. No one saw. If you guys like '80s Arnie, and I want to maybe put on the podcast for fun, we could go back to our, you know, fun gun blazing '80s cheese. But he did a movie called The Last Stand. Came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Very that. 80s feel to it. He's a small town sheriff. Yeah. He's a big drug dealer going to come through his town, and he's going to stop him. Very tongue-in-cheek. Johnny Knoxville is in there for the for the, for the the laughs. But it's a pretty cool little film. If you like good, it, the if you like, right? if you like this kind of Arnie, check out The Last Stand. I think, unfortunately, I think people have given up on Arnie, which is too bad. Well, they're yeah, lost. I, the yeah, I, yeah, exactly. He did, they're lost. He did, um, he did another film where he's... Um, his wife dies in a plane accident. Great film. Aftermath. Yeah, Aftermath. I thought that was very good. You know, he did a couple. He did another one um, about his daughter turning into a zombie. Yes. But it's a drama. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's trying to protect her from, from uh, turning, and he won't he won't turn her in. Maggie, it's called, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Maggie. Uh, but those two movies, Aftermath and Maggie, really showed what he can do as an actor. Mm. And unfortunately, people make fun of all these, you know, blah, blah. Well, see his films then. Yeah. See the films that he yeah, does prove himself a bit. Yeah. Um, in all fairness, even these kind of roles, as cheesy as they can be, they're not. Not everyone can pull this. Nobody can pull off these one-liners. 
Nobody. Yeah, and he has that great. Obviously, he has an amazing presence as well. You know, yeah. I loved him in Predator. I loved him in Predator. Yeah, but Predator was probably the film that made him an A list. Yeah, because after this, this this came out right before Predator. Mm. Then he had a Predator and Running Man, both hits, and then it just skyrocket. Yeah, you know, Total ro- Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop. As much as bad as it is, it was a hit. Uh, Shut then up! Terminator, Remember <laughs> Terminator Two, mm-hmm. True Lies, Twins, just. And then Eraser. I liked Eraser. Yeah, a lot I, of people did it. He was in a couple of ropey ones one. in the eighties. I remember watching on video back then. Raw Deal and Red Heat. I have Raw Deal. Red Heat I as like well. Raw Deal. Red Heat was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Walter Hill directed that one. That was violent. That he's, was he's Russian in that or something, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he could pull that off. Yeah, yeah. He did a pretty good job ba- in that Batman one. Batman and Robin wasn't exactly a. a oh <laughs> God, that's that's where his career yeah. jingle all the way. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh boy. Uh, then he went. He retired and became a governor. Maybe that, good. You go destroy California, not your career. <laughs> I actually think that um, Terminator Three is very underrated. Oh, don't seriously. Don't. I, I, oh, so bad. Yeah, oh, I I, I, a Playboy bad. Terminator. I, I think now it's not, it's far from perfect. I'll admit, but uh, if you want a bit of Arnie sort of um, an Arnie Easter egg, go onto YouTube and check out the deleted scene from it where he plays this camp military officer. That the Terminator is based on. Um, it's really, it's really funny. It, it's basically Arnie playing this real sort of camp, um, sort of over the top uh, army I, guy. I just don't think I can revisit Terminator Three. Sorry, I like the story of it. Called or called. New Expendables. Um, yeah, I, I, coming out. See, he's in that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, do you see that um, Expendables? Um, <laughs> we're already done talking, Running Man. So let's just talk about other films. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's sad because uh, Stallone announced today that they just wrapped Expendables 4. Yes. And he's leaving the series. All right. And he's passing it on to Jason Statham. Now he's going to be the showrunner. All right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's been kind of cool. I like I love Jason Statham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stallone did something similar uh, um, with the um, Creed films. He's now yeah, passed, he, passed on the torch type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has. He's done that. I enjoyed but, the uh, Creed films. Yeah. I like, I like Stallone, period. Yeah, like, same here. Um. You know, but, but you know, you know, it's funny. You don't get many actors who have all these characters that they played, unless they're Marvel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so, I it's you know, I I, I love uh, revisiting eighties eighties actors. You know, whether it's Definitely. Eddie Murphy to Stallone to uh, you know, you name it. Both these are the guys I grew up with. So you know, but they'll always you know, have a special you know place what? in my heart. Yeah, exactly. And you know Stallone and Schwarzenegger still put out movies that go in the theater and stuff. At least they didn't sell out like fucking Bruce Willis. Yep. What the fuck is he doing? I uh, hate. Uh, Jesus, he. Wow, what shit. Yeah. It's sad to see. What a fall from grace. Yeah. No, he's a dick. No, no, but, but, but in a way, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's become. Like, no, really he is. He's, I'm, he's supposed to be a real dick. It's, yeah. It breaks my heart because I, I told you the story how I met him. Yeah. And, and it's, but you know what? What I mean, there you go, fall from grace because you're a douche. It is sad to see uh, for me anyway because someone I sort of loved you know watching his films and to, to sort yeah. of apparently behave in such a, an asshole manner is it, it's sad for me you know personally to see not not a big way like I'm not traumatized or anything you know but yeah he's very difficult to work with. Kevin Smith said he's he's a nightmare. Yeah, um, Kevin Smith's so down to earth. Um, can I give can I give another shout out of an Arnie movie coming up that I cannot wait for? Kung Fury Two, right? When I say what is that? Oh, I've seen man, that. You need what to watch that? Kung Fury. It's the funniest 
piss take. It's um, it's, it has everything in it. It has everything from dinosaurs to a martial arts policeman, and his <laughs> his his sidekick cop is a triceratops. Right? Are <laughs> and, you sure this is Velocipaster? <laughs> check out Kung Fury is only about forty five minutes long, and the fight. Hitler, who comes back from the past <laughs> to the future. Oh, I gotta see that. And, that sounds good. And uh, they're um, doing they're doing Kung Fury two, and they've actually got Arnie as is going to be in it as the president, right? Um, but <laughs> it it is play, watch it seriously. It, it watch Kung Fury. It is brilliantly funny. Like so, they probably up. They probably got a budget because there's such cult following yeah. that they can it's, bring on some A-listers. Yeah, there's there's Hacker Man who hacks into the <laughs> past to send people back in time. <laughs> uh, oh, that sounds like yeah. my alley. Hit, Hitler Hitler shoots through a phone. You know, like a phone. He shoots yeah. through the phone and hits the person he's talking to on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to check it out. Sounds like my type yeah. of madness. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, by the way, so we were talking Running Man earlier. Yeah, back like, to oh, the yeah, Running Man. <laughs> I think we all we all agree. Yeah, it's a classic. You got, you got, so enjoyable, um, despite its despite its tongue in cheek banter and its over the top what you know, sets and costume design. And the violence it actually well. has a message in between it. Yeah, but it's um, it's another film that no matter like you can always you could always put it on and enjoy it. And have a smile on your face, no matter kind 100%. Of when yeah. it is, or how many times you've seen it, or it's just it's another movie that Arnie does that leaves you kind of enjoying. Just as a chiller, you don't like. Yeah, we're saying there's an undertone to it. Definitely, definitely, there's a cleverness to it as well. But if you just you don't even have to get into that, and you still enjoy it. Hundred percent, and like you say, it's the sort of film that after you've watched it, you come away with a smile on your face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, mean, I miss those films. You really don't get them anymore, know. Yeah. you know? You just don't get it. It's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um, that's, uh, that's it for The Running Man. Check it out. We all highly recommend it. Thanks for giving us a listen. Uh, always feel free to follow us or give us a shout at Citizen Frame underscore podcast on Instagram or on Facebook in general. Guys, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Thank you. And this is the first time ever a podcast ended technically about 25 minutes into it, but we spent another 12 minutes talking about RD films. <laughs> Love it. It's so Stallone. Enjoyable. Yeah, and Stallone. Uh, but you know what? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, we need more of it, actually. All right, guys. Have a good night. has been brought to you by Breakaway Paramilitary Uniforms, Ortho Pure Procreation Pills, and Cadre Cola. It hits the spot. Promotional considerations paid for by Kelton Flamethrowers, Wainwright Electrical Launchers, and Hammond and Gates Chainsaws. Damon Gilligan's Wardrobe by Chez Antoine. 19th century craftsmanship for the 21st century man. Cadre Trooper and Studio Guard sidearms provided by Colchester, the Pistol of Patriots. Remember, tickets for the ICS Studio Tour are always available for Class A citizens in good standing. If you'd like to be a con-